purchase your tracks today. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wilder Podcast. This is the Wilder Boys. Thank you so much for joining us, people, wherever you're listening. It's been another one. Well, it's not been another one. It's another <laughs> one. <laughs> it's not another one. We are here, we are here, we are live and direct. Uh, obviously, when you listen to this podcast, you're not live and direct. But thank you so much for joining us. It's going to be another lovely one today, people, because uh, I think we have something of a surprise in the world of sports and stuff. I'm going to not take the whole driver's seat on this one. But people, get ready. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> now, now, what are we doing today? Uh, well, what's it called? Um, we got, we got our first special, you know, sports star, sports guest, you know, and we didn't even go the football route. You know, like it's easier for you to get the football people, which is what the sports everybody knows and stuff. But yeah, because football is the other day. Like, you know, like no, no. we got Osama Jan, we got Bafemi Martins, like Premiership, La Liga. So yeah. The yeah, point right. is, it's yeah. easier if you have a football star anyway. Yeah. But look, no, no, not to be gay. Like I saw this guy's Instagram picture, and you see the six pack on this guy, man. Like, <laughs> Wait, not to be gay. Not well, to be I'm, happy. I'm, I'm here. I mean, to you could be happy if you saw a guy with a six pack, and this guy looks good. He could take your wife. Why would I? Girlfriend. Why would I be happy that another man got six take pack? Your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. Why would I be happy? Or you could that? be like, maybe you want to, you know, this guy inspire you to go. As a matter of fact, if anything, I was more jealous. You know. Okay. Well, I don't. I, 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 if anything, I, yeah. Like it, it, it I was, I was actually gonna shit on it, but anyway, I got him here. So and then he could actually probably whoop my ass. So it might not be a good idea to what, do that. Are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about fighting? He's a fighter, anyway. Oh, then he's a fighter. He's gonna ride body. No, 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 I still need you for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do not say anything that would that would make someone catch you in the alleyway. <laughs> I know. And this one, it will be legal, you know, they could actually call me out in the ring, you know, and I'll be legal, you know. Well, listen, if you want to fight, I could take, you know. I didn't say I want to fight. Why would I want to fight? Because I could take bets. That's true. <laughs> I, could, I could take bets. That's true. If you want to fight, I mean, hey, hey listen. All I need is like have, a month. All we have to do is do the promotion, right? All I need is a month. No, yeah, no, it's not to a month. Train, anyway. I've got a plan. I've got a plan. All, all right. you need to do is just take a punch. That's it. <laughs> have you seen that guy? Like, <laughs> no, take a punch. We'll, we'll make 20 grand easy. We just have to promote you, right? <laughs> But anyways, anyways, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. This is a fighter. You saw him on on social media with six pack. Hey, hey, I kid. It was very distracting. Let's just. I hope your wife or your girlfriend was not there, and one of your girlfriends. Why would I? Why would I do that to myself? Why would I? Why would I show another woman such a body? Anyway, what would be the point? Especially if I haven't got one to compete with. But. Like that said, you know, yeah. I said like God tells you how much how much this guy is raking, destroying women all over the place, isn't it? Like yeah, unless you, it's you're bringing him around your girlfriend. Like, let's just no, put no, it that I'm way. Saying Especially all the, all the chicks. No, you want to take his shirt off? You just kick him out, isn't it? You want to take his shirt off? You don't take him swimming. Yeah, but don't you take just him anywhere. Guys, a fighter. Like I don't kick care. him out. Like guys go <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, look, Ghana is noted for boxing or soccer anyway, and probably the last time you had a great boxer was well. Maybe I caught it. We've had a little bit of champions, maybe Dubber and those kind of people have tried, but we haven't had anybody really, you know, dominating one sport for Ghana for a while. And mm. this guy put, picked something that I don't even know, you know, Ghanaians were doing. Right. I thought this was a tie, you know, thing. And, and like, kickboxing. Mm. <laughs> well, definitely. Like so, so, we thought it would be interesting to this find out. one of the things where. <laughs> You know he's looking good and you don't want your girlfriend to see him, but you know if you tell him to go away from your girlfriend, you probably die, so you rather talk to your girlfriend instead. <laughs> right, let's just bring the money in anyway. So we got Aminu Kwate and we got, you know, 
his his mentor, his promoter, his business partner, <laughs> and everything. Troy, you know, welcome to our show. How you guys doing? We're good, thank you. Well, I, I, well, I, that's probably was long to introduce you guys because we kind of afraid. It's <laughs> like kickboxing, um, sexy looking body. Um, that's like a combo. That's a double threat. <laughs> Like, so we gotta watch out, and also it's Ghanaian, right? <laughs> Boy, Ghanaians can fight even when they, I mean, when they when they can fight naturally when they're angry. Imagine when this guy is a professional fighter. It's like 007 of the kick, kickboxing world, <laughs> <laughs> license to fight. <laughs> okay, so how you guys doing? That's everything. I mean, what's going on with you guys? Oh, so let me introduce. It's Minu Kwashi. Minu Kwashi. Kwashi. Yeah, Kwashi. And I'm Troy Robinson, but they all friends and family they call me Big Z. Big yeah. Z. Yeah. Big Z or yeah. Big Z. Big Z. Big yeah. Z. <laughs> God. That name sounds like so, you're so, money. So that, <laughs> forget me. No, it's, it's like it's both intimidating. It means you know you can't his fighter can beat you up and the promoter can beat you up and the manager can beat like what's the point? On all levels. Big Z sounds like <laughs> some big guy. Yeah? <laughs> you don't wanna fight. <laughs> no, not big as in body wise, it means big as in states as i said either ways you don't want to fight no no it's not about fight it's all love this is the one way you just hang around because you know you just want to get the remnants you want to get whatever is around that they don't want anymore (laughs) so how you guys doing i mean what what, big z let's let's start with you what makes you actually go into kickboxing What, what got you here okay so um i'm yeah i'm uh my father was um a wushu martial artist, um, which is Chinese kickboxing. Okay. Uh, kickboxer. And, um, he was introduced to, um, the martial arts from our uncle, uncle George, who was a third degree wushu kickboxer. Wow. Um, and, um, yeah, I've been, been doing wushu martial arts my whole life or since I could walk. And the simple stuff like stretching and kicks, punches, and um, yeah, um, I, you know, over the years I've been training. Um, but what I would say happened is, as I got to um, my late teens, and I um, started going to university, college, university, I kind of stopped the training stop with the training i'm more focused on my degrees my education okay and um, when i went to ghana yeah i went on um well this was probably the third or fourth third time i traveled to ghana um i had a business project out there and um i wanted to stay fit by that time i put on a bit of weight and um i actually started just doing boxing I actually met Aminu um, <laughs> in the late Alloway gym in um, Accra, Jamestown. But I never really spoke to Aminu at that time. Okay. And then within um, probably a few months to a year, I was introduced to a kickboxer because I never knew there was actually kickboxing in Ghana at all. And um, um, what happened, the, the kickboxer asked me to... Um, well, he kind of begged me to do an event. I've <laughs> never done such a thing before. Um, 
and um, I've hardly at that time even fought competitively in the ring, but I did it. Um, um, it took six months. Um, the program was called um, Big Z Fight School because we wanted to. What I quickly noticed in Ghana was there was a um, there wasn't much information, any knowledge, not much even in terms of those involved in kickboxing itself. So I said, I'm not just going to do it, um, uh, try and do a program, but I'll actually try and do um, a TV show around kickboxing, okay. try and introduce fighters, um, and all aspects of, the, of, of kickboxing, from the kicks to the punches to the techniques. Um, but not only that, make it educational and try and introduce that the fighters themselves. And before I knew it, it was really funny. Um, I was called by different TV stations. Um, um, let me see. It was, um, can I mention TV stations? Of course you can. No, it's is, fine anyway. Don't worry. All right, cool. So, um, You're not paying us anyway, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But they're, not, they're no longer around anymore. Metro TV, okay. Crystal TV, um, GTV. Oh, so you going on the main broadcaster then? That, that's that's a big yeah, website, anyway. Yeah, they basically start calling for interviews and stuff. And yeah, um, in fact, it was due to that it became a TV show because, if I'm honest, I just wanted to do a small event somewhere. I didn't know much about even organizing an event. And before you know it, it ended up. Joy, yeah, Joy Sports Motor TV picked it up and they said, look, we want to make it into a TV show. Um, thank you to Mr. Fred, my, my good friend, Mr. Fred, who was head of sports at the time. Okay. And it became a TV show. Um, um, you know, um, from there, I tried to get sponsors and um, a, my a really good man, um, CEO of um, Beacon City Services, he sponsored two motorbikes, um, G-Tide mobile phones just came into the country at the time. They gave us some, uh, um, these, they were like these little phones that they, um, <laughs> when you drop them in water, they don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know those phones, you know. And ever pure, ever pure, um, it's water. just getting oh. out, you know, um, into the country. They, um, give us some water dispensers and water for the athletes. Then KFC just came to the country, but they didn't hold. They didn't hold up their deal. We never got no free chicken yet. But um, apart from that, that, yeah, it became a really nice program. Um, that's when I did meet Amin, and um, yeah, before we knew it, the event was actually supposed to be um, like sixteen competitors. I was trying to make it similar to um, Contender. Oh, okay. Got, like, um, Eight on the red team and eight on the blue red team, blue team. So sixteen competitors. That's like eight fights mm-hmm. before we knew it. Um, because of issues within the kickboxing association at the time, um, yeah, we ended up like loads of fighters. Basically, says you know we've got to compete. We've been training for many years, <laughs> and it became a really big show. So we ended up saying, okay, we're gonna basically make it like um, I think it was supposed to be a six-week program so every Friday up till Christmas there'll be a fight and it was at the Aqua Sports Stadium oh okay uh, so, you, so you had a big venue had a big TV then you're raking it in then at that time you know the name of the man is Big Z 
You think um, anyone well, just have that name for no reason? Was, it was like, <laughs> they actually got paid in the sports hall. Um, but that's when I noticed how bad things were because, you know, um, <laughs> there wasn't really a ring. Um, and then when we found the ring, there was among the association members that were arguing who's the owner of the ring. Um, Bro, but you weren't taking the yeah, ring. You just wanted to use the ring for a bit. I mean, you've been through a lot. I'm just, I'm just soaking out like a sponge because you just said you found the ring, and then there was no ring. You found the ring, and people are arguing who owns the ring. <laughs> the ring that was never there. Yeah. <laughs> years ago, there was like a um, someone from Asia had came and had. Um, built a ring in Ghana like some years ago but then somehow it ended up at prison's canteen in O2 <laughs> so okay we just need a ring um so we end up getting the ring and then um then there was kind of like issues with the sports hall because the ring was quite big and there's a lot of activities that go on in the sports hall but long story short the event came on it was really stressful um, but then, unfortunately, there was issues within the association where, um, well, to say it straight, they became jealous of the success of the program because I literally was introduced to the association within six months. They've gone. That's what I'm saying. I can imagine anyway. I said, you know, within as yeah. you said, within six months you're on, on the one of the not not the biggest TV station, GTV in Ghana, because that's the only TV station that was it's all over the country anyway. You get to the Accra Sports Stadium, which is one yeah, of the biggest are they jealous though. I'm just telling you. You just came in. You just came in and you right? haven't done much success. I can see people getting a bit, you know, wow. rubbed the wrong way. <laughs> you know what? Just finish just finish what you're saying, we'll dive into all of that. It was more of a case of, um, you see, if I'm honest to this day, sometimes I still kind of try and work things out as I'm progressing in the sports in Ghana. But what I've been told of late were basically was two things. One, the those that were members, those that were head of, you know, um, um, the kickboxing association at the time which was um, an old man called Colonel Sharp and Mr. Nadine. They, um, they've been doing kickboxing for many years before I came. And when I came, there was not a single program basically done. Um, so when I came and I was doing consequent programs like every Friday for six weeks, um, got sponsorship, um, motorbike, which was unheard of for of kickboxing. <laughs> Um, they basically wanted to take the sponsorship yeah. prizes. Of um, we know that. That's what I'm saying. We, I knew that was where you're gonna go. Please stop saying. Yeah, that. it was really frustrating. Um, Don't stop saying and, that. That makes um, the whole thing looks bad. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, you see, when I went, and this is what a lot of when I explained to my brothers in 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 martial arts in Ghana is that. I actually only intended to just do some small programs. I had no idea, quite frankly, what I was doing. But I think, I think in general, when I think like even like yourselves, when you see someone's trying, 
um, energy is drawn towards you, you know. So yeah. I think I think people saw how the the kickboxers like Aminu and many others were responding. They were very excited. They've been training for a really long time, but there was no events. And um, I think a lot of even corporate bodies saw, you know, this is something you want to support. Like there's a lot of passion for it. And yeah, but I never thought that those that were in charge of the development of the sport would look more at the money or the prizes. Because I actually, <laughs> this is your I knew what's gonna happen, right? Any former animosity based on the fact that actually they have been put there to develop the sport. So if someone's trying to develop the sport, um and give their time to do it, I really didn't see what the issue was. And what happened was, um, as much as we got, I managed to get lots of, well, sponsorship prizes and stuff, in terms of monies, there, there basically wasn't even, there wasn't enough money to do what we managed to do. And I think it was because the fighters overall kind of understood that it was the first event um, and it was in, on, the, on the road to development. But um, it was tough. I mean, I had to, there was a time actually I was going to just close the program and just give the sponsorship back because <laughs> what found was, um, you know, it was a case of you've had these association members basically saying we want, you know, to take the sponsorship. And it was like, well, you don't actually know the agreements and negotiations I went through with the sponsors. So, yeah. quite frankly, it's going to be an issue. I'm just going to return their stuff because um, they're not looking to you. They're looking to me to, you know, um, fulfill my agreements. So, long story short, it got the the issue got quite high up in the chain of at the Ministry of Sports. Wow. At the time, Mister, oh, I forgot his name now. He's actually passed away now. But long story short, he says, Troy, go ahead with the program and do what you got to do. Um, and don't worry about them. I'm in charge. So the program went ahead. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, went on television. So what year was this actually? What year was this? This recent? 2011. Ah, and okay. for those of you that would like to even watch some of the fights, um, they're not all up yet. Um, but they're on um, a YouTube channel, BT Sports. So are you continuing YouTube. the program? Because it seems like you actually went through a lot to get... Oh, I went through hell. To, to um, get like a, like, like, a, um, like a fun thing, because, you know, like you said, you got approached, right? It wasn't like you actually planned on doing this big event, and you end up doing this big event, and it looks like while although good things were happening, there's a lot of politicking that you had to actually get through yeah, before you could actually like, make this event happen. Yeah, it was a number of things because for me, being in England, I've not, I've never really done events. I've never done events until that time. Um, I've never approached companies for sponsorship. I never knew, even now, I've never approached sponsorships in my own country, like England, for anything. So the whole process was kind of strange to me. Um, and even now I'm still learning, but for me, it was just kind of, I think it was just really, I love martial arts and I was just very passionate about the whole project. 
and just seeing the boys, you know, because I met a lot of the boys like training, not really even having enough to eat, but you know, and then there's not events. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna truly really try. But it was it was very hard and very frustrating. Yeah, well, I, I I like if I was to just weigh in what you're saying, I kinda I kinda understand it, but it's one of those things where you where you look at it and you do something for fun. Because like you said, you've been in martial art. Your dad has been in martial art. Your uncle has been in martial art. Like you guys, the family of destroyers, basically. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a family of destroyers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to yeah. just try and rob you guys. You know <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I think I could rob some money of these guys. I'll be making a mistake. But you now try to do all of this stuff and you end up having a whole lot of stuff. So how did you feel after it? And also with the kickboxer that you that you that you finally managed, like you made some friends, right? Including the one sitting next to you right now. So how did they also feel? Did they did they did they get to be a part of the politics or did you shield them away from and just get them to have fun? How did you cope with all of um, To be honest, um it was well, things got even worse. So, basically, <laughs> when the event had finished, um, yeah, so when the event basically finished, the prize went to a, a fighter, is it Ajate? Um, Ajate, I forgot his name. Second name. Ajate. He went to a fight called Ajate. It's on, it's on YouTube. It's all right, school. It's all right. They, I, I, I'm bad with names too. Within, um, a week of finishing the program, the prizes will go in now. Um, I um, basically immigration thing to my house saying, um, I have overstayed. Now what had happened was the, um, greater Accra kickboxing president, Nadine's wife was the immigration officer. And, um, initially when we first started to, um, organized the event I basically said look I'm ready to do the event but it means I'm gonna have to stay in Ghana for longer the plan so he says no problem my wife's an immigration officer will regulate your stay and furthermore we actually want you to be a member of the association so they well what they did now they didn't do what they promised they would do and rather (laughs) actually called immigration to deport me from Ghana rather than sorting out my immigration status. So I was arrested for developing kickboxing in Ghana. Um, It was really horrible because my grandma had died at the time in in England and I didn't want to stress my parents about the whole issue. Um, So it was really horrible. That's crazy. It was really bad. So I I did I'm not going to do kickboxing ever again. So I eventually left because I was basically having to go to immigration to stand like bail, like basically sign, not running away. Sometimes they'd have me in the office for the whole entire day. But you get in, right? Yeah, but you get in in Ghana having immigration issues. (laughs) Oh, because you have a British passport, right? I have a British passport and I'm going in... And Jamaican, you got Ghanaian blood blood in your system. Like, come so on, it was really it was bad. It was yeah, really bad. It was, that's crazy. Um, there wasn't much support coming from anywhere, um, because it seemed 
the president, Colonel Shock at the time, was quite influential. I don't know if he was. Um, I think his family with one of the, the old presidents. Um, so I don't know. I heard rumours. I don't really know. Well, but long story short, I left Ghana. I came back to England. And um, I didn't go back for many years. For yeah, many I can, years. I, I could imagine. <laughs> that was, yeah, it's the baddest very did I yeah. did I kill the did I kill the sports down there? One man. Or were they or were they able to continue? Boxing and boxing. Um and when I returned to Ghana two three years later, there hadn't been one single kickboxing event since I did my own. Um, so it was all bad. It was really bad. So I mean, really how do you, uh, just let me let me drag it. How do you feel about kickboxing or boxing or the federation of sports in Ghana with people like you coming up in Ghana? Is there any support? Is there anything at all that you guys, apart from the love of it, obviously? Because I think <laughs> you know, you must love this stuff to be doing in Ghana. Like, so how do you feel about this whole thing? Like in Ghana, coming up as a kickboxer, how was that for you? Hey. Kickboxing in Ghana is hard. You have to be a hard person to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so how is it? Like, how hard is it? Can you explain it to someone like me that has no clue about, apart from the fact that I have to stay away from you? (laughs) How does he, how do do you, like, how do you get the whole thing? Like, how do you end up getting involved in this? Was it just you had to do this for fun or how was it? No, I'm not doing it for fun. No, when you first started, was it for fun or did you thought about using this as a career? Like, this is what's going to get me out of Ghana. Or this is what's going to get me to buy a house in the most expensive place in Ghana. It's Legon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The first I was in Boston, man. So... Actually, I came and meet this year, uh, 2011. Okay. Yeah, 2011. One of my coach told me that, too. Oh, I mean, he saw that I'm doing keyboard and said, look, oh, the chance is, uh, I'm doing keyboard, I'm doing boss. If I get a chance in keyboard, I can go. We don't know where the chance can come at any time. So, I'm agree one of my coach and I saw this they want to help me to focus in keyboarding. Okay. So how sometimes going on keyboarding left Ghana to England. So I became sharp so I have to go back to Boston again. Ah. So the the, yeah. the event for you was an inspiration, right? That big Z big Z, um put up during that time which is 2011 and it's so sad now that 2011 this is 2020 there hasn't been no 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 i think now there was another event on 2017 at least i saw that one anyway oh was that was that good yeah like you know i mean it won no i mean it was like you know because we know i mean by (laughs) by nature is a destroyer (laughs) did he destroy um a natural he's definitely a natural fighter so for me no he was doing boxing and kickboxing. And for him, it was a case of, it's very hard for brothers in Ghana 
you know, to get that opportunity. So his coach basically said to him, look, someone has come to do kickboxing. We know you're doing boxing and kickboxing, but you have to move where the chances come. So he entered Big Z Fight School, the program, and he won all of his fights. Every single one. <laughs> Um, and um, yeah, it did really well, and it was disheartening for a lot of the boys actually, and even some of the girls that that started training. Wait, you have um, females? As we had, we had um, two females that joined the program. They fought on the they fought on the last, the very last, the final of the event. Okay. Um, and yeah, literally when I got back, when I basically came, I basically came to Ghana for different purposes. I said, I'm, I'm really done with the kickboxing. <laughs> um, by that time, this was like three years later. Um, so you're looking at 2014 or 15? Uh, this would have been, let me see, so 2011. Yeah. Um, I actually, so the event took place in two end of 2011 it actually finished like christmas eve oh, okay um, and then i didn't actually return to england until 2012 so i was basically trying to resolve the immigration issue mm -hmm. and then on that with my grandma and dying and the family issues i really didn't want to come home um i didn't want to do to basically let my parents know of the issues i was facing in ghana yeah i so can I understand that a few people from the TV station media, you know, tried to help me. But overall, I basically was advised financially it's better that you just go mm -hmm. and come back at some point. So I actually left towards the end of 2012. I didn't come back for like two years. Um, when I did come back, um, I did some other business projects. Um, and then... I was approached. Um, I was approached by a few world bodies that basically started seeing what I managed to do in 2011. But I still wasn't. Keen. I was still very. Even to this day, I'm really. <laughs> yeah. That's like an ex-girlfriend trying to get back with you, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. By then, even the association had been disbanded. New people coming. Um, what happened was, um, I don't know what happened. Um, I returned to Ghana and I said, look, I'm going to study the business aspects of martial arts. Um, and really, in that time, I'd been meeting and seeing Aminu every so often and greet me and, you know, he was trying to push him with the boxing. Um, and then um, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to try again but work with who I can work with and start my own organization. Okay. So I registered um, Big Z Wushu Mixed Martial Arts and Health Organization. Um, and then I spoke to Aminu and I said, look, I'm going to try again. Um, how are you doing and stuff? And he says, oh, you know, he's doing okay with the boxing, but still just like most of the boxing opportunities aren't really coming mm -hmm. so what happened was i um was approached by some um international bodies and i said you know what i'm gonna do but what i found was with them is that 
they were very, me being from England, they thought a lot of my fighters were in the UK. Oh, okay. Um, so when it came to inviting fighters from Ghana, West Africa, they were like, no, like they were, they hadn't been over the years of inviting fighters from Ghana, Nigeria. And they don't return. Um, oh, don't do that. I'd run away. Oh, and don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> did you, did, did you say anyway, run away? Because, um, you know, they're still it, in the country. They know where they are. <laughs> they don't know where they are. They, they, they know where the what's it called? The London 2012 Olympics. Yeah, I know it's a lot. It's, it's, like, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, look, you have to deal with this whole thing, and and for you, your whole deal is kind of making me feel like not even in kickboxing, any event, I probably shouldn't even get involved in it. Because <laughs> 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 like your deal is kind of making it look like, wait, are we ever going to improve? Because you did a good thing, right? You went down there without intentionally doing anything. You actually came up with something nice. Like you, you. There, there's been a lot of fighters like Aminu that that basically been fighting and been enjoying, them, you know, doing things for fun. Then you put up a, an event that they can actually see to use their skills in. And it seems like you went through a, a whole lot. When it was supposed to be a, a, post, a positive support around you, it seems like there were positive support, but there also there was a lot of negatives. I mean, people trying yeah. to take the sponsorship money, for example. Like, wait, this is not what the sponsors sign up for. They sign up for us to use this whole thing to promote this sport. But actually, a lot of you guys are interested in just pocketing the money and still letting the event go on. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's just yeah, it, was, it was really, it was really disheartening. But what I learned then was that in anything you do, no matter where you are, I think we lost the connection. Oh. Yeah. Are you back? I think we Look, lost the connection. Right, like, I said, like, you know, the point is him. Some of these things, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's terrible. So, like, there's almost like a two, two phase to this thing. Okay. There's, there's this idea of even fighters, you know, kind of running away as well, which is not very helpful. Okay. When, when we have fighters, you know, where, where it's like, um, they get invited or even the most sports people, like what happened in the Olympics, for example, no, like, they, Gano, look. No, why wouldn't they run away, bro? Oh, think no, no, about no, it. But Why would it run away? Here I, comes a sport, yeah. talk, a, a, sport, a, a sport promoter for kickboxing. He goes all the way to Ghana. He didn't even intentionally decide to put up an event. He put on an event. And the event for the fighters was really good. But for the actual promoter that put up the event, it seems like a crazy deal. So he doesn't want to do it. No, unless no. he has the passion for it. So therefore, he leaves Ghana. And now he's talking about people coming out here from Ghana that, yes. that actually fight and do a lot of kickboxing stuff. And they see an opportunity here. Now, it's not a good thing that they ran away. No, and they didn't run away. They just decided not to go back to Ghana. That's what Yeah, so that's why you so run away from... Running no, away. No, like, of course, you run away... Country. No, but we don't say they run away from the country. They run away from the event. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking they about... They didn't run, run away, away from, from the event. They did. Most of them run don't... Run away from the event make it look like they just like... They didn't run away from They the did. Most of them don't... They just didn't... You know, most of them didn't like, you know, fight. Like, they want, most of them don't... That's what I'm saying what happened in the Olympics. Like, Ghana went to... What's it called? Um, Australia, right? For the Commonwealth Games. I think. Yeah. In the end, how many people were not in court, were not supposed to be on the platform that were actually pushed in just so that they can, you know, do these kind of things? All I'm trying to say is this, right? I understand that organizations are terrible, okay? I'm not, nobody is disputing that. Like, the organizations are terrible. So, so for the few, no, I'm, I'm saying something. Yeah. The, for the few, 
that like you know people go through the trouble of you know trying to get you fired trying to get you international and those kind of stuff and if you also squander those opportunities for other people that's what i'm saying and that's what it goes back to what he was trying to say that in the end you get like other organizations outside where the bigger money can be made because as he was saying if initially at home people already you know want the bike that is even supposed to be prize money people want to take that away but if you go abroad and you have a fight your money can be for yourself but if you're also you know get like i should have put it blocking doors for other people where we know that back home is messed up and if we ourselves is also going abroad and you know messing that as far then of course the sports is not gonna grow that's what i'm trying to say yeah i agree with, no, but what no what do you mean the sport is not gonna grow it's not <laughs> you, you can't relate that to you can't nah come on Anna. that was there's no relationship to that the sport can grow in ghana regardless of people get, getting out of ghana and not and so-called running the way that you call it the sporting the sporting association and the sporting ghana has nothing to do with people leaving ghana and running away like it's got nothing to do with no that. it has no it, has. it doesn't there's no relationship the reason why people probably run away is because there's nothing to go back to. of no no i understand that, but i'm trying like to, you don't no, see no, no, man no. pacquiao running away going to us and say i don't want to go back to, to yeah, my but, country. No, but the point i'm trying you don't see that yeah but the point i'm trying to because say, the court is, is, is a hero in this country it doesn't matter the point is if pacquiao of course you know Boxing in boxing in Philippines is not a great sport. It's not like out there they got many boxing, you know, boxers that are actually able to kind of live their life. And those kind of, they don't. But what I'm saying is, when Pacquiao got a chance to train, you understand what I'm saying? No, but be better. understand. Oh, no, no, but understand this. Understand what you're saying and understand why I said it don't relate. Okay, like you said, boxing in the Philippines is not a big deal. Like it's not. It's not all that's right. You can't write that. It's not all that's cracked up to be. But as as uh. A boxer coming from the Philippines, you got the old Philippine on your back. So you will feel like, listen, I'm going to go back to my country. I'm representing my country. And then you go back home when you win so you can show the trophies and whatever it is that you've done. But for people that do kickboxing or boxing in Ghana, no. there's nothing to go back home to. What I mean, there's, there's nothing to yeah, go but back that's home. not the point. That's why I keep saying it. The, the point is this here. You cannot shoot I yourself. Mean, you just talked about like, You cannot shoot yourself at, in the face. Big Z went to Ghana as a front Again, we're not... We're went we, to, wait, wait, hold on. He went to Ghana as a front thing. Decided to do something in Ghana. And he had an immigration issue. He had an immigration issue in Ghana. The guy is Ghana, Jamaican. He's got everything to do with everything. Because if you, as somebody that came into the country, as somebody that's got love if, for this if sport... It doesn't matter. If your visa is spies, you know. Well, your visa is spies. Yeah, but they told him they were going to take care no, of No, but that was not the... That's not a. That's not an immigration. Somebody from the association. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So that's the association told, problem. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah, not yeah, you, you, you're conflating thing. two no, things. I'm not conflicting. You are. No, no, I'm talking I'm about. No, hold on. Fighters. Not, you're no, talking no, about organization. No, I'm telling you, it's the whole thing put together. That means you conflict. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm trying no, to. No, 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 no. I'm absolutely not. What I'm basically telling you is this, right? If you're talking about people leaving the country for a particular event, okay? In this case, kickboxing or boxing or whatever the case might be, swimming. Or whatever it is that they leave the country for to go represent that country on. Or maybe even represent themselves individually for the country. And by the time they get to that particular area or that particular country that's doing that event, there's a chance that they can think, well, this place is better because I'm not going back to anything that's worth anything. So therefore, I'll make it my own way out of here, which is probably me running away. Which is probably me running away. Yeah. So if you look at it from that perspective, then you understand that people tend to want to run away. But if you look That's at it in a, in a way where it's like, wait, 
You've got everything to go back no, home. But to. Again, you're making an you're making an excuse for them. You're making an it's an it's a it's a terrible excuse. Anyway. No, I'm not making an excuse. It, for it's I, a I don't really, want really terrible. And that's away. why. And again, that's I, why. I do not want anyone. That's why to run in the away. end, nobody, especially people abroad, will want to invest in any of these things. If you cannot understand that, okay, I, I come from a particular sector. That's already terrible back home. And, and then this problem, someone is giving you an out. from one side. Saying. I already, I I already said, I said I'm, I'm looking saying. at it from the fighters, no, or no, the sports I, I, people's I, I, perspective. I think you're not being fair when you look. Why am I not being fair? The, the sport. We've seen other people do it. Wait, We've this, seen other people do it. The sport and the association has got nothing to do with the because the individual is breaking the law. By the way, yes, the individual that he says is running away, he's breaking the law. So therefore, but then they they they, they closes the door for the other person behind them because no, at the end of the day, if you organize, hold on. No, 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 no. That's I, an immigration issue because immigration can decide to reject them based on the fact that no, well, I gave a visa know, to somebody but of your kind and they came in they, and messed the contract they, of that visa. Of course. Therefore, what happens to the sports person? Let's let's take Big Z for an example, right? He's he's organizing an event in London. Okay, he goes to Ghana, get twenty fighters. Well, Big Z had bring, the hold on, bringing Aminu to London. He did. He, he, no, but that's not. I'm saying something. Just just hear me out. He brings twenty fighters. Eighteen of them run away. He's only left with two. Do you think next time he turns up at the British immigration and says, I'm bringing... They're not going to give him a visa. It's a bigger issue that's got nothing to do with the sports sports world. It does. We're talking about sports here. No, no, wait. This is natural. People tend to... It's not about the natural. No, but hold on. People tend to outstay their visa. Anyways, naturally. If you get people coming from Ghana to the UK or to the US, they do overstay their visa naturally. I think you're conflating the the issue. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. We t- we got there's a difference between I went for I went individually for a visiting visa in our state. I'm saying if I come here for you a sport, you're the one that's missing this point. Because okay. t- uh, uh, I'm gonna say my no, stuff. But on, Whoever no, is but listening, can you know? Understand what I'm trying. You're the one that's missing the point. How am I missing a miss- point? Look at it. Everybody that can and that has the opportunity to wants to get away from Ghana. Okay, that's not what we're looking no, at. You, no, you keep no, bringing no, everybody. No, stick to the sports people. Try to understand people. my point first. I, I, because try to understand bring... my point first before you say I'm looking at other people. Try because I'm gonna bring it home. Everybody wants an opportunity to be able to go out there and explore, right? Every single individual want to do that. So therefore, if it's sports that get you out of country and you happen to explore, well, the sports is the reason why you got out, but it doesn't have to be the reason why you go back. You can try other things because all this, all this so-called runaway that you say, oh, right, well, that that you that you claim runaway, right? Oh, they're back. Oh, yeah, they got them back. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm hung up on one of them anyway because then you're gonna get the echo. Hello, can you guys hear us? Or mute one of them. Yeah, hang up or mute and mute one of them. Yeah. So yeah, now now you now yeah because you you've logged in twice. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so you got hung up on one of them. No, I could just... Uh... No, you just let him do that. Like, you know, it's just going to mess up the whole thing. Look, all, all I'm saying is this here. Just leave him to do it. Flipping egg. Anyway, look, the point is this, right? At, at the end of the day, for, for anybody to... To just leave their country when you know for a fact that you're there for a purpose. That's all I'm saying. If you're there for a purpose and you think selfishly and you do whatever you want to do simply because you want to come up with all the excuses in the world and then it will affect... Wait, I'm missing the point. I've I've given you... Look, it's not everybody, right? It's not everybody... That lived that did, that, any, that, did I say everybody? Yeah, I said for is, the people. Yeah, but this is the point though. This is why you're missing the point. You're looking at this is what I'm telling you, like people running away. 
from an event that got them into another country has nothing to do with the association and the sport. So therefore, what I mean, it has nothing look, to do. I, I told you, it has nothing to do with it because those are individual actions that individuals are making based on the association or whatever got them there, based on based on the, whatever the sports that got them there. But the association of the sports and the actual growth of the sports and the actual growth of this event that got them here in the individual country is in shambles. That, but nobody was talking. Look, I, look I, I said I'm gonna talk to the people because it seems like I'm not I'm not gonna get anywhere with you. So I'll put my opinion out there, and people can take it any way they want it. All I'm saying is this, right? At the end of the day, no matter how shit the association, no matter how shit the sport is in your country, if you get an opportunity, there's growth coming different places. I'll give you an example, like Ghana, right? A lot of people, a lot of coast level, a lot of, um, what is it called, lower league football is really, really crap. One of the best, you know, academies in Ghana where it turns out, you know, good footballers all the time. People like even Adebayo came from Togo to join that. It's Ayas Academy. Ayas Academy, you know, is linked to that Ayas in, you know, in Netherlands. The point is because they know that the players that they take there and the tournaments they take these people to, and even when Ghana goes to the under 17 World Cup, they go to, you know, under 20 World Cup and all these things, footballers go, they come back. Therefore, if I am investing, again, I'm not talking about the GFA, individuals that invest in football knows that if I invest in football, I can take these people here, I can bring them back. I got contract with these people, I can do X with them, I can do Y with them. Now, let's take a minor sport. I don't know. Horse riding. I don't know. Or whatever it is. Of course, government is not investing in horse riding. We get that. You might have a shamble of, um, what's it called? An FA or an association or whatever it is. It's fine. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people. I'll tell you one thing before you continue. If I'm a struggling individual in Ghana, Nigeria, and I get an opportunity of, uh, of a sport, I don't know, fencing or whatever it is, I'm good at it. And it got me out of the country. I probably most likely will run away. Okay, that's your choice. I put, yes, that's fine. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. People I, are making a choice. I, of though. course, but I'm, I'm saying something. That's why I said, like, you know, I'm not, because I'm going to do, I don't want to do this back and forth. So I'm just going to put my opinion out there. However, people take it, take it. Now, if you choose, like, if you get an opportunity to be away, right? Because that's an avenue for the sport. And that's what can actually bring a shine to the sport. That can actually open, you know, individual opportunities. Again, that's how in, uh, what is it called? independent um, associations come up because now they realize, oh, there's actually a market here. There's a way to do this. But if 90% of you that always get an opportunity to showcase the sports outside runs away, nobody will come invest and therefore the status quo will remain. And if, you know, you want to see anything as good as what I'm talking about, look at boxing, right? It took the, the likes of, you know, um, Azuma Nelson going abroad, doing what they need to do, coming back. And now Bukum is actually an, a big arena where we churning out, you know, big boxes. We got Aikote coming from there, Joshua Clote, you know, even Bukum Banku come from there. And now everywhere in the world, everybody knows you want a great boxer, I you go to Bukum. And awful. if, again, you if you're going to be a little bit selfish, I think and if you're going to be one of those people, I think you've been beat that, over it. I think, I, think, I think you've been beat with it. I Again, think, I, I, said, I said I'm not going to engage no, on this, you know, no you thing you're with not you. Gonna, I'm on the podcast with you, so how are you yeah. not going to engage? No, 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 I'll talk to you about other things, no, but I won't engage with you on this, you know. No, because you've been beat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you, honestly. You've been beat about this whole thing. Because, you know, look, no, one's, no one is saying that people running away is a good thing. It's, 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 it's absolutely wrong for you to use the opportunity to not be able to get back. No one, no, like, that is absolutely wrong doing that. Look, it's a wrong thing doing that. It's absolutely wrong. But if you look at it for 
what it is and why people do run away, then you get to, run away is the wrong word, but I'm going to use it anyways. If, if you look at why people do get to leave the world of sport as it is and, and run away and, and not go back to the individual country that they're in, then you might start to understand the real issue behind well, it. Well, uh, all right, let me... Because as, as, as a UK person, you're not going to go to Ghana and run away in Ghana. Uh, of you're course not, people do. Yeah, let me ask you Bixi anyway what, what, what is the troubles you've gone through with immigration when trying to bring Ghanaian fighters just, just be honest anyway. can you hear me yeah, yeah we yeah, can hear you, can you, hear you. back on everything okay. is fine um wow uh what I would say is this so your viewers get a full understanding of how it works is there's a process from Ghana to the British or American or German, whoever, um, um, commission before traveling. So, yep. for example, with Aminu, you apply to the association. You say to the association, look, um, this organization from this country has sent an invitation for Amin, for example, or this fighter. And we want your approval to allow Aminu to compete. Okay. That association, so you have to write to the association, say it's the Kickboxing Association, and they will decide if they want to even approve that's the first step then from there if they approve they will then write to the nsa the national sports authority where that authority will sign a letter and say look we are back in the letter of the association you then take that letter and apply for the visa okay right now, the whole process can be really difficult. Right now, because I've been listening to your, yourself um, going back and forth, and you both have very good points. And if I'm honest with you, you're both right when it comes to immigration and fighters underway issue. And I'll, I'll come back to that. I almost quit again. <laughs> Don't worry, man. They will never make you. They will never make you a permanent quitter. They might make you a temporary quitter, but not a permanent one. <laughs> Last year, I almost quit sports forever. Yeah, because so let me just explain this. I got. So frustrated. So after quitting kickboxing and reorganizing my own organization, I then was introduced to the new president. And long story short, he was a lot better, but there was still a lot of the old members which were still causing problems. So I'll even skip through all that because it's just <laughs> negative. And it's just negative. Yeah. Yeah. So what we did, um, you have a saying in the in Ghana, the big men. The big yeah, men of, in course. Ghana, of course. Of course. They remind me 
to become the kickboxing president period mm -hmm. for Ghana. Okay. And I could see that there was a lot of issues within the association. There we go. And I said, you know what? I don't want to be the national president. I want to be greater Accra president at the ground level where I've put a lot of my time and work. The fighters know me and I feel I've, I, me myself, I've already built the Accra. Um, I did all the fights for so many years. So that's why, that's the position I want. And then from there, take me to the national level. And my inauguration was interrupted several times. Members of the current um, Kickboxing Association disrupted it. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to form the Wushu Martial Arts Association. Because quite frankly, I want to show the world, Ghana, the fighters, that this is how an association should be run, can be run. And I want people to physically, I want them to see how quickly Wushu Martial Arts as an organization runs when it's done correctly. So I quit kickboxing completely and I formed the Wushu Martial Arts Association of October last year. Nice. Oh. That's recent. That's good. So how's that going for you? Going well? So the year before that, Aminu came to England for the first time for the World Kickboxing Organization um, tournament that was in Barnsley, north of the country, and he got gold. Okay. So, wow. Congratulations. Oh, we did very well. That, that's not just congratulations. That's, like, hey. that's impressive. Did they have like some Thai fighters as well? Or? Because I had like Thai fighters in kickboxing are like, you know. The Banku is okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's an open championship, which basically allows um, different forms of martial arts. So you've got boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Wushu, um, and they're now even introducing MMA. So you, before entering, will choose the category you want to take part in. Oh, okay. Now, can you differentiate mm -hmm. this for me? Because like kickboxing, MMA, martial arts, is MMA not everything put together? Or Okay. Like so I'm I'm I'll lost now. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Boxing is a martial arts, but it just involves the hands. Okay. Kickboxing is punching, kicking, and in K one you can also knee, yeah? Okay. <laughs> it, right? So you can punch, kick, and knee. Muay Thai or Thai boxing, you can use the elbow. Okay. Yeah? And there's also a little more stand grappling, yeah? But it's basically kickboxing with the elbow. Okay. MMA is punching, kicking, kneeing, wrestling on your feet and on the floor on underground fighting okay so in mma that's why they call it mixed martial arts it's a combination of boxing kickboxing muay thai jiu-jitsu wrestling and so forth i do not do mma at okay. all okay. um a number of 
organizations would like me to um, help them in terms of MMA, but one, it's not the same. It's not really my passion. And furthermore, I've been through a lot enough just getting kickboxing. And now <laughs> wish you luck to where it is. To now sound going through <laughs> that trouble in kickboxing. Yeah, so, so if, if you were, because obviously you were, ve- you were very vast in experience in this, so would you say MMA is the father of them all, or is it just a different brand of 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 the kick of the of this sport because you have kickboxing you have uh martial arts but if you want to do it for sport because I, I noticed in america they, they call everything mma like the, the bigger events are literally all around mma you don't see big events that's literally kickboxing only so is mma yeah. the father of them all or is it just a different kind i of- would say on the world stage, it's um, boxing and MMA. Boxing and MMA are the biggest in terms of combat sports. Okay. Um, MMA, some would argue, surpassed boxing. Um, but I think financially, no. in terms of the that some of these fighters like yeah. Antichua, Mayweather, mm-hmm. Wilder. Um, Wilder, Tyson Fury are earning is much more than those in MMA. Yeah. So I would say boxing is still boxing is definitely energy. higher than MMA. Like financially yeah. speaking, like if you have a guy like me where they're clearing now over a hundred million, in like, and also think in like boxing, thirty minutes or something, that's that's ridiculous. And I think boxing is yeah. also you know it's uh, more friendly. We can watch easily. <laughs> We can watch easily because so, MMA, you see, the, the yeah, guy will just yeah. kneel you up and like, wow, I can't watch that. That's too bloody. <laughs> There's so much blood in MMA. You can't like, it's even you can't allow your kid to watch MMA, for example. But you can still let your kid sneak watch boxing. Okay, <laughs> it's, you know, it, dep- it depends. Like you know, I remember just a few years ago now when MMA was first introduced to Ghana. I said. I wish you brothers all the best um, because <laughs> for me, the issue for me personally was injuries, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. that's a good When one. you cross someone and you throw the elbow especially or what they call ground and pound, I was like, I don't know. Number one, you need the fighters to be able to protect themselves. Like for me, when it comes to Wushu martial arts, the one thing when my father introduced me to it, it was amazing for um, self-defense, you know, um, and to fight safe. So for me, when it even comes to when I organize events and stuff, I'm always thinking safety first in terms of the fighters. And for me, um, in terms of boxing, taekwondo, kickboxing, wushu martial arts, the techniques are there um, in Ghana, but for MMA, when it comes to the jiu-jitsu and the ground fighting, I found that, quite frankly, my opinion is that fighters um, would struggle in, say, international competitions when it gets to that stage. But for wushu martial arts or kickboxing, boxing, we, you know, I believe we're... we're, um, Ghanaians are very much have the techniques and the knowledge 
Hold on, hold on. Question, though. How, wait, I want to ask because let me because on the injury thing. No, but hold on. Before you he knows a lot more about this, right? You've been to Ghana, like of course. I, I, I would. I want to ask you, like. Of course, most of these boxers will probably not be able to stand on international grounds anyways because there's, there's no support. There's no training. There's no facilities. There's, I mean, this is like hard knock. Like the only thing you will say about these, about these fighters coming out of Ghana is the heart. Like, cause you gotta have heart to do this kind of stuff in Ghana because you have nothing to protect you. You have nothing that supports you. You have no federation that's behind you. Right or or actually, are there organizations there that actually provide all the supports in terms of safety, in terms of ways to go further in your career in Ghana? All right, so um, all right, let me try and cover all your questions. Um, in terms of MMA, my anxiety was the organizers of MMA would struggle to follow the full rules of MMA and still be able to look after the fighters okay. safely. Okay. Um, that was my main issue. You know, when you're in England or you're in America and you get a terrible cut, um, you know, there's the financial support, the finance to basically get the experts in, stitch someone up and care and, you know, swap their medical bills. Yeah that isn't really here so in terms of mma specifically for me it was like well i wish you all the best but if you're going to try and compete on the world stage i think they'll struggle yeah yeah for boxing um they're very experienced in boxing okay you know? um, and you see there's certain sports where you need more facilities like mma um, gymnastics, for example, and there's sports that you need less facilities, i.e. boxing. You know, from you've got um, no, a coach, punch pads, <laughs> boxing gloves, yeah, big ring protector, yeah. some decent shoes. Okay. You know, you're good to go. With kickboxing, it's very similar, except that you might need more tie pads um, or kick pads. Apart from that, it's more or less the same. Um, the MMA partly, because it's boxing, Muay Thai, kickboxing and wrestling. But then when it comes to ground fighting, and um, like for my example, I'll give you an example. Aminu doesn't do kickboxing. He doesn't do Muay Thai. He only does kickboxing or wushu kickboxing because of the elbow. Now, for example, Aminu for, um, what was it? Um, March, March, yeah, yeah, yeah. March, anyone, yeah. And you know, he's been invited to a number of Muay Thai fights. So, like, we don't do Muay Thai because if he enters the ring and gets a cut, then it could be three, six months before you can fight again. But he oh, fought okay. at the O2 Arena and beat um, Josh Hall. That was in preparation for a title fight we had in um, Bristol, yeah, 4th of May. Um, we had the title fight April the. 8th or April or something in Bristol so we were confident you'd have less injuries or no injuries and then have that three week break to then prepare and take that title back to Ghana so to answer your question it depends on the sports okay. I would say 
in terms of sports generally and the organisations, you know, football in Ghana's do really well. Yeah, because oh yeah, they're, that's true. But they're, you know, good point. Boxing doing pretty well. They still have their issues, maybe in regards to amateur boxing and even in, the, in in terms of professionals and stuff. But overall, it's running. I would say, well, it's running a lot better than most of the other sports. It's doing, you know, there. There's always issues, but they're doing relatively well. Just like, know? just like anywhere, um, anywhere in the world, right? There's always issues like this. This, yeah, they do struggle, I guess, in terms of yeah. equipment and stuff. But you see, there's certain sports that you need a lot of investment in, like swimming. You know, you need like a um, Olympic size swimming and stuff. You know, so it, it can be difficult. But what I would say is, um, in terms of wushu martial arts or kickboxing. Um, the issue I would say, and that's even taking back to your original question before we got cut off, was for me, when I first decided to return and get back in contact with Amino, I studied the sport again and said, what is it that is going on in Ghana that needs to change or be adjusted for it to move forward in terms of kickboxing or wishy martial arts. And the issue was the portfolio, you know, um, I said, I'm going to spend two years or at least a year developing a portfolio for Big Z Sports okay. and the fighters so that, and the reason I say that is, back to immigration issues was people in Europe were very skeptical once I mentioned West Africa, you know? Yeah, and it's partly what, what, what you and Nana said, right? What Nana was, what is heavily emotional about, <laughs> which is yeah. like you get people, you, you give people visa to do sports and then you spend years just looking for them. <laughs> like, Cause they don't go back yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> or what has happened in the past and this isn't just this is all sport it's yeah that absolutely I've seen people that use it as an excuse to travel and run away I think you even give an example of um, one of the Olympics that yeah. didn't happen too long ago yeah yeah, um, yeah because that's the biggest stage right and they run away now when you're a big sport like football or the Olympics or boxing, um, it affects them less if someone decides to drift off into the wilderness because it's a very developed sport, but it deeply affects, say, kickboxing or wushu martial arts because it's not very developed. But that's a good point. Oh, but hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, not, let's, not, let's not walk away from that that easily because that's a good point you just mentioned. Right, because football association in Ghana, for example, and places like Nigeria, mm -hmm. is a big deal. It's so much of a big deal that even scouts from all over the world go to these mm -hmm. places that internationally they send the scouts to go to these places to get talent because it's a big deal. So therefore, it's a lot more organized and a lot more put together, even though it has issues. So when mm -hmm. those kind of organizations decide to bring people outside those countries to other countries of course they'll pay attention to them even if people are going to run away 
because it's more organized no, from the but, countries they're coming no, from. But, the point but when you look at mixed martial arts, hold on, hold on. and you look at MMA, or you look at swimming, or you look at those sort of, so, those sort of other smaller sports, in the organization or in the country that they're coming from, the organization they they're not well put together and well organized. But football is the same. Like everybody that plays football below Division One in Ghana is the same thing. Yes, There's nothing but, there. But on a bigger level, like for example, you don't see Obafemi Martin or Osama Jan coming to Olympic and you hear that those kind of guys run away. You know why? No, but that's After, hold on. You know why? Because 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 they have an association that let them understand that if you follow this path, there's a path for you to get into the premiership. But if you follow this path, there's a path for you to play in, in France. There's a path for you to play in England. But in mixed martial arts, I, I MMA, what's the path that individuals in those sports will go, you know what? I got a lot more to lose when I run away and that, than but, going but, back home. But that's what I was trying to explain to you. And you know, you're bringing it back, and I'm trying to explain to you. Like there's oh, a difference. Can weigh in on yeah, that. that's why I brought the, that's the difference. Brought the difference between traveling with the national team, yeah, and traveling as an individual sport. And that's why I was using. So you can't use the football as um like the Olympic football. You have to use somebody like um let's say you're playing for an academy in Ghana that nobody knows. So you're playing for coast level. Nobody knows. Like you're 18 year old or 17 well, we year old. People, so yeah, no, but I'm right, just saying. Right. So let's say I, I am an agent in the, in Europe yeah. and I go, okay, I know somebody in Manchester, my United, and I want you to come for trials, which is what happens with agents. So I go to Ghana, get your visa, I bring you on trials. And, you, and people okay, run out. Sorry, no, no, but you're saying something different because yes, Big Z, oh. promoting yeah, but he's not that. In- but the fighter is not running away. No, no, I'm not. You, you know, yeah, it's, it's similar to what you just said. If I'm yes. an agent and I go bring uh, no, a no, young, hold on, I go bring a young, talented individual in Ghana. We one on one now. I know what his what, no, he, he, what his I'm, needs I'm, are. I'm, he knows what his needs are. So he's, if he has no, to no, go but, back to Ghana, no, he has to go back to Ghana. Yeah, but you know, le- you know, you know. Let me land in you. Understand what I'm saying? The point I'm trying to make, and that's what he was hey, talking about. Me. is If he brings him, let Bigs away. Let me explain a few things. Um, I'm, I'm going to explain Aminu's journey and my journey cool. right now because there's um, I think there's needs to be a, a deeper understanding of how it works I also so, believe that yeah thank you so I took a step back I was basically asked from a kickboxer I was given a phone number oh Big Z please call this man in England and get us an invitation for this program. When I called him, um, Mr. Bell, and I said, look, um, I'm a coach trainer from England, but I train students in West Africa, Ghana, and you have this up and coming event coming up and we have some really great fighters. He said, oh, great. You know, I think because he heard my accident, accident <laughs> and yeah, I'm from the English, and he was like, oh, um, great. So he's like, give me like a few weeks. Let me talk to my partners and we'll send you the invite. So what happened was we called him a few weeks later and he says, basically, my apologies, but um, we have had experience in the past and my my colleagues are not ready to take the chance again where we've invited fighters from. We basically mentioned Ghana and Nigeria. He says, we why? Why does it always have, always have to be these two countries? I don't understand. Like it's always Nigeria or Ghana, or Ghana or Nigeria. Why? Or both? He says, what we did, we spent a lot of money promoting a fight, and they never came. They just didn't. They just didn't come. 
know, well, they didn't come in. Biggie, be very clear. They didn't come in terms that they go into the country and left, or they didn't even get into the country at all. My knowledge. He, in fact, I'm going to be very specific. He said they didn't come to the fight. To that fight. So they're going to the country, but <laughs> well, they just was missing. Yeah. <laughs> I know they sent away. And they never came. Yeah, they never fought. And he says, he apologized. And I said, no problem. And that day I said, you know what I'm going to do? That's a that's good anyway. It's good. It's not good, but it's good in you the sense that... You can work with that, yeah. I need to do. It's something you I'm can work with, right? Yeah. Only yeah. Point. yeah. Um, so literally, I returned back to Ghana, um, started working with the new kickboxing president at the time, and I says, you know what? I'm going to build a ring. So we, I built a ring, beautiful Ghana-made ring, started promoting, and um, for two years, I did two events, no, four events, Um Aqua Sports Stadium, Quali Beach Hotel, and then two more at the Aqua Sports Stadium. We did um, Ghana versus Togo. Yeah, I saw, versus, I saw that. Um, Ghana versus Nigeria. And um, the last one um, was Aminu versus Salam Daku, which was a, <laughs> was a really, really good war. So I packaged it really well and started putting it on social media. You know, created a website which needs to be updated now. And straight away, I was invited to be the rep for WKO, WFMC, that's the World Fighting Martial Arts Council, um, and the um, World Kickboxing Organization. So that's when I then applied for a menu to get visa. Now, we went to the Kickboxing Association, um, had a really good relationship with the president at the time, um, and he approved the approval. And then, and I purposely made a conscious decision. I wanted to take more fighters, but I said, "You know what? I'm going to do. I'm going to do this right, and I'm going to take my brother that's been with me all these years, dedicated, and he's a killer. And, he, and I'm sure he's going to bring back gold." <laughs> and that was Aminu. And I says, Aminu's a very good guy and he listens and he, he's a quick learner. And I says, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And financially, it was very difficult for me also because um, basically, Aminu got the visa, but he got the visa late. There were so many delays. Back and forth. It was horrible. It was a horrible process. And, Which um, means tickets is going to be a pain in the backside. Oh, it was it was it was really stressful um, because we it's like we wanted to reserve some tickets and then it's like you can't reserve the tickets because <laughs> you don't have the fees yet and you could lose a lot of money and it was peak time as well. So long story short, we missed the program, but the visa was approved. So we said, you know what? Don't worry, we've got six months. So we called the president, the um, the organizers in the UK says, look, we've got one in two months' time. It's okay, I mean, we're going to prepare for that one. And we went and we won. Yep. Um, so I was like, Aminu, things have to change now. We're going to go back and um, we're not going to have any visa issues and stuff like that. <laughs> and literally, 
there was then problems with the association itself. There was infighting with the association, um, which then affected Amini traveling again. What? So I said, so, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to form the Wushu Martial Arts Association. It's me that's basically up with the kickboxing and, and uh, martial arts. You know so I feel I'm, like, I feel like, because I, mean, I feel like, you know what we need to do? I think we need to support you in any form of way we can because clearly you love this because I would have given up I would have quit I would have thrown the tower I'll tell you the last story now so now I'm, I'm fast forwarding they've the infighting got very bad with the kickboxing association so they decided to change it again and they also basically stopped me from being the greater Accra that's the regional association president so I could actually start making decisions and stuff. So I said, you know what, I'm done. I'm the one with the top fighters. I'm the one training them. I'm the one putting my own money in. I'm the one doing all the programs. So you know what, I'm done. So I formed the Martial Arts Association, but then there was a new issue. This is a new organization that the sports council don't recognize. So if you remember, the process is yeah. the association, as much as it's run really terribly, it's recognized by the Ministry of Youth and Sports. Yeah. Yeah. So when they say, okay, we're going to approve a meeting to go, the Sports Council respect that letter because they know it's coming it's from, from a recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they know it's run terribly, it's like, well, we <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's recognized. That's the whole bureaucracy of it all. That's, that's, uh, I understand. They recognize me as an individual. But now they don't recognize your association. Mm-hmm. So they weren't giving us the approval. They weren't giving us any recognition. So I did more events. And then Aminu won. He had, um, it was Ghana versus Togo for the fight was Big Z fight five for the WFMC Intercontinental Championship title. I mean, you won through knockout. Okay. And uh, you and playing with points. Yeah. I mean, he's a killer. He doesn't talk much, but he killed. Yeah, I, I think four fighters or five fighters at this time. Interviewed everybody at the sports council. But still, the big man, the director general, wasn't <laughs> approving from any of the boys to travel. So I said, you know what? I spent so much money and now, and I've taken so long putting the applications and everything so early. Mm-hmm. Now, my parents calling me from England, Troy, coming back home for Christmas. I'm like, look, I really need to just get a yes or no because the fight was actually in February. So I was going to stay in Ghana, train the boys up to late January and then come for the fight in February. And still, I wasn't getting a yes or no. And I wasn't gonna waste the money to go and come back because mm-hmm. it was a case of I wanted to hold the boys' hands through the airport. So at least you know they're with you, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than waiting for them <laughs> and then you're getting stories. <laughs> yeah. In a way and if you want to run away, you're yeah. running away without your passport. So yeah us approval. So we did our T V interviews to congratulate him on his victory and his new title. And still no approval was given. So I was like, you know what, I mean, brother, if they don't approve you, at least you to travel, 
let's just quit this kickboxing because we're killing ourselves for nothing. <laughs> you know, we're training, we're spending money, we're doing events, your portfolio is vast now. Now we're not chasing invitations, invitations are chasing us. Organizations want me to fight. And then now it's not no longer issues with the association. It's not even with the um, embassy, it's with the sports council itself. They're not giving approval. So long story short, um, what's uh, Mr. No, who's the um, GTV? Oh gosh, you're gonna kill me for forgetting his name. No, no, man, Theo, Theo, Theo at GTV um, made an announcement that they should at least give me an approval and sent us to see Uncle Frank Quest, uh, the Ministry of Youth and Sports. We went to go and see him and he made some phone calls. He says, Lindsay, we're not going to allow all your team to travel, but we'll allow Amina to travel because basically, no, we're going to give Amina approval because this is how it works. You get approval from the Sport Council, the Ministry of Sports, and then you use that letter to apply for a visa. Mm -hmm. So after this. We had all this trouble. We've not even applied for a visa yet. <laughs> yeah, so it's a real, it's really troublesome. So I mean, how, says, you, how are you as a fighter? How do you? Because like, I mean, you have to get ready for a fight. <laughs> you have to get ready for the competition, and then this is all nonsense is happening around you. Like that's the worst thing you want. That's the last thing that should be happening. You should just your mind should be on a fight because you you have to go there and fight. And you have to prepare for it, but then you don't know if you're actually going or not. <laughs> what is going go. on? Like this, it was horrible, you know. No, it was horrible, and we were trying to schedule things really well because of financial restraints and stuff like that. It's really difficult. So, long story short, by that time, I actually decided I'm going home. Like, I mean. I'm getting home, brother. Like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? It's all good. But, you know, I still got to survive. <laughs> yeah, when I leave home, I'm going to save some money as a Christmas Saturn. <laughs> like, like, let's just, you know, it was all good. At least, boys, at least we trained, right? We had fun. We had fun, Let's just leave it as that. You know, God's time is the best. <laughs> Well, luckily, Frank, Mr. Frank West, he, he made the phone calls. He's like, um, he asked us a number of questions. I was like, you know what, Frank, if you can disallow and need to travel, this is what we're going to do. I promise, Ghana, we're bringing three titles. There's a GTV interview I did with Mr. Fear on GTV. Listen, you know what, yeah, I, I feel like this is such a passionate story that I don't even know what I could do. <laughs> But I feel like of this, of here, we need to talk, okay? <laughs> like, like we, we, we need to talk because, yes, one thing, like, because I like passion and I like, like, the fact that you've had so much adversity in this, but to you, I mean, you've quit twice already. Like, <laughs> you said, I'm done, I'm done. No, 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 you quit once and then when he came close. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, so I could have quit it. But it's fine. You quitting temporarily, but not permanently, and we appreciate you for that. It's gonna be I'm done. We've done everything we're supposed to do. You know, Aminu 
is a well-known kickboxer in the UK. He's growing and definitely in Ghana. He's got, he won gold for WKO. Um, and even that year, in fact, this is another thing, that year, just take me back a bit, in 2018, when he first came to Ghana for the first time, won gold, he went back within a month or three weeks, and then he was invited by um, the no number seven ranked kickboxer in Britain, uh, Mike Egan. So I mean, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw that fight. Yeah, he came back twice in 2018 and then went back. So it's that's like it's a, a future here. I mean, no, no pressure, but you are the whole Ghana is behind you right now, and <laughs> and, and and you are carrying Ghana on your back. <laughs> let me let me ask you, right now, I mean. What was the because when we're talking about the injury thing, and that's what I wanted to, to ask anyway. What's the worst injury you've sustained anyway? You in kickboxing. What's the worst injury? I mean, what? Like, <laughs> maybe I want to go train. I want to see how no, bad it gets. Listen, listen. The worst injury you sustained. Um, some Togolese guy. Yes, I remember. Like yes, yeah, yes, it's also. Mm, I think he. I get injured my joy. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I'm gonna, t I'm gonna tell him off now. How did that happen? Would <laughs> you wow. train him? Yes, the fighter and the trainer. I think he saw my jump because I did not bend the camp well. Uh, so uh, when he hit me, I have to catch uh, up my. Oh yeah, kind of your teeth. Uh, yeah, so the camp shield. Did. Oh, did you yeah. lose your tooth. Yes, I lost my yeah, You lost a <laughs> I like this. Like this is the relationship between a trainer and a fighter. You could just see the dynamics, right? <laughs> like, like, if I tell yeah, you something, yeah, I, I, I'm injured. But the trainer's like, yeah, but you know why you got injured. <laughs> so don't just say you got injured. Tell us why. Because <laughs> I told you not to do that. <laughs> and it comes back to the question you asked about the, the mental side of the martial arts and stuff like that. Aminu was that as this was the first program I did since quitting kickboxing. Okay. So I think for Aminu, his whole heart wasn't in it at the time. He was doing the boxing. We were calling him for kickboxing training. He wasn't really coming. And I think it's because mentally it was like, this kickboxing, it's not going anywhere. Troy <laughs> left me like two years ago. But, but but Big Z, you can't really blame Amino for that. Yeah, but you can't really blame Amino for that, Big Z. You you no, left. No, <laughs> you left. It was over. You were done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He wasn't prepared for the fight. He won, but he wasn't prepared for the fight. And he, he received some heavy... It was a heavy kick to the face. And... He lost the food. Flipping so, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You tell me it's a kick. How, yeah, how hard is the person kicking anyway? All you need to know, right, to know how hard it is. He lost the tooth. That's not hard. I feel like I can come. So I still am both coming and the guy gave me correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct what? <laughs> <laughs> No, but this is like listen. We need to talk because, like, I feel this is my opinion now. I feel like, apart from football, yeah, apart from football, no, but really. boxing, boxing in Ghana, yeah, yeah, also yeah, 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 hello, yeah, yeah, whatever. Apart from football, because football, like, 
listen, when when I mean we saw we've seen footballers, African footballers make a lot of money. We've True. seen that. Yeah. We've seen like yeah. they they've they, they can buy a whole state if they want in some countries in Africa. Okay, that's how much yeah. more and they came from literally just come, come on, like we all as kids. Yeah, but, 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 but no, but that's a new but that's a new thing no boot or nothing. So we've seen that. So apart from football, we haven't really seen any sports that we can say, wow, other kids or other young, aspiring, talented people that want to look at this sport could go into. Like what you just said right now. I mean, it felt like, to be honest, like you left, that like, you were probably somebody that put an event together. We saw how this could be. And then you left. We knew what it was before you came. So now you're telling me that you left, you're coming back. Yeah, well, how long are you going to stay this time? <laughs> how long are you going to stay this time? Okay. <laughs> but and, and he came close to quitting as well. But Amino didn't know that. All Amino knew was it came, it put on an event, it was good, there was a motivation, it got gingered. You know what I mean? And then, and then the guy left again. It's like, <laughs> well, well there's, there's, uh, boxing, there's an opportunity. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very it's it's frustrating. It is, and it's and I'll give you another scenario now. And I'm not going to get too much into the politics. Yeah, right now it's NPP in power, right? Yep. Right. So we have NPP in power. Wow. That 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 deep. That the people <laughs> in power have to either pu- push this or hold it back. <laughs> no, no, no. So we have NPP in power. We have. The Director General, Frank Quest, the Ministry of Youth and Sports. Well, hopefully now that we're bringing three titles back to Ghana, um, recognise the Wushu Martial Arts Association of Ghana. Now, not to say these, these relationships and trust develops over time. Yep, so if you imagine now towards the end of coming towards a year before the election yep we Aminu alone has been given approval to travel mm-hmm. um, I made the promise that if they allow me to take is it four fighters I promised I'd bring three titles back to Ghana they only allowed Aminu to travel and still we're bringing three, three titles. titles to Ghana right wow. So when I go back and I meet the minister, I meet the mayor, hopefully even the president of Ghana, we both meet him and, and then they, ch- let's say after the election, it's changed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. An election in December point. as well, anyway. Yeah, I see your point. Because that, though, it's a whole new <laughs> face. <laughs> it's a whole yeah. new conversation. That was the whole association. <laughs> I'm I'm in the works, and I don't know how things is gonna work with this whole COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's where the problem lies as well, isn't it? I really would love to do England versus Ghana. No, I I feel like you. I feel like Big Z. To be honest, and I mean, I feel like you guys are really doing such a great work. I mean, to be honest, guys, like this kind of sport. I mean, it's a bloody sport. 
I mean, this is. Well, it's not already yeah, lost his tooth now. Uh, well, he's, that was his fault, according to his trainer. <laughs> that was his fault. <laughs> According to his trainer, it should not lose the foot. Okay, <laughs> but it wasn't really his, his mind was not there. He <laughs> was looking at boxing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you know, you look at you guys do such a great job that I think support needs to come from. I think we need to stop looking at the government and the association. Support needs to come from exactly what you're doing, Big Z, which is listen, I'm gonna do this, and then whoever can support, maybe truly, like you said, through TV station, because you a TV station I had to say listen let these guys travel but before before but that's what it's gonna you know they said alright we'll let one instead of four we'll let one travel so imagine there's a lot of people like there's this, you there's this guy that, that um, it, will make, it will make a difference some guy did that with um, Thai I think it's the Thai kickboxing anyway and they got this huge event that he organizes and he does as a pay-per-view thing so I think yes. he, was, he grew up in the US anyway and he was into it he was a, like a like a martial arts yeah. whatever himself and it wasn't that good. And then he worked there and organized like events around it. That was, you know, pay-per-view. And it, you know, like most people like a little bit of glamour. So what he used to do, you know, was like, um, so he would invite maybe two or three celebrities to the event. Yeah. And, and, and Big Z you can know, definitely get that. That's what I'm saying. And then he, so he, he, would, he would go to these um, different um, training, what's it called? Camp. Camps or whatever you call it. And he'd be like, okay, we put on an event. If you can bring three fighters, blah, 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 kind of thing. And there's this amount of money to be won. And now, like he's he's breaking it. Like um, he's actually stock listed as well, anyway. And that and we invite the celebrities as just to kind of boost yeah, the audience think, and that's what and was I, able to build I, it I from mean, that. I mean, was, I, if if this is how this thing start where you can build a career that's long lasting. Well, he's already, he's, already, he's already on his way there. Yeah. All he just need is everybody get the head card the way, give him what he needs, <laughs> and you before you know it, this guy would be fighting in. The level of MMA fighters, yeah, because all he has to do is just be given the opportunity to be there. Now, I can't, I'm trying to picture it. I'm learning. I'm training for a fight, and I've got out the back of my head that I might never reach this fight. Like psychologically <laughs> speaking, that can mess with yeah. you. <laughs> that can mess with you. Like you train and train and train and train and train and train, but you can't. You don't know, and that's not even in your control as well. Yeah, you don't know if you get a call saying, "Well, guy, listen." <laughs> Like, like, listen, yeah, we appreciate your work, but it's not going to happen for you this time. So that is something you don't want to be like as a fighter and as a trainer and as someone that's promoting as well. Imagine telling your fighter that, listen, we did everything we can, but it's just not going to happen for us anymore. I mean, you were you were at a the event was already there. Very yeah, psychologically speaking, that's bad. Big Z, like Aminu has what three children? Wow, and it's very tough. yeah. It's I mean, a tough thing. So I think we need to we need to discuss off here on how we actually can 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 support each other on this because to yeah. be honest with you, that's what the all the rest of the world does. That's what Flo Mayweather did, and he didn't even know he could make that X amount of money. He just knew that he loved it, and there were people around him that supported. I mean, his father, his uncle, everyone got involved, and now he's got the Mayweather gene where other talented boxers can get involved and i'm sure there's a lot of people that want to get involved on this in this spot in ghana well but reality i have to strike at some point and these people think well there's no future for me here what am i doing here because there's nobody to look up to but there's nobody to say wait if he could do it i could do it 
It's like, wait, I'm going to do all this training and everything and then they're going to tell me I can't travel. But, but that's why, <laughs> and then again, that's why, you know, I say that about like Azuma Nelson, for instance, like for me growing up anyway, in boxing, because growing up in Ghana, like there was no a real boxer that was like out there. As yeah. a matter of fact, there was nobody. All of a sudden, this guy pops up, you know, Azuma Nelson, and he used to wake up, I'm talking about 3 a.m. Yeah. People, I'm sure people, I do. because he used to he used to fight in Vegas I mean, at three a.m. Uh, gold is not we, we get, thing. I know, but I'm saying something. <laughs> we wake up and we watch these you know boxing matches, you know when he used to fight and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, then I, with time it got you know other people came in and we had we had Aikote. Aikote came in and he was like also it, became it a champion. One. You know, it all that, takes one. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and that's why you know at times we have to prop up all these you know sports and putting in people's face because for instance until i saw it on facebook like i didn't even see it on tv i saw it on facebook before i realized that oh there's actually a Ghanaian that does kickboxing because i was like that's a titan no, that's not he's a Ghanaian <laughs> that's been given the p- opportunity to show that there's kickboxing in ghana okay <laughs> you have to understand that because there's quite a lot of them like you said they wanted to bring four the association said wait listen no four just you can only take one and that only after they actually stressed everybody out they can stress out to go listen just give us an opportunity because you can hear Bigsy. It was almost quit. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm, done. Like, I'm done. So, I think we actually need to all come together. Now we have to go back and say, Look, Aminu alone won three titles, bringing three titles back to Ghana. Serious issue. Yep. If we had the four or five that we that we requested, trained, yeah, we could like clear the board. What? <laughs> Gold will we be bringing yeah, we can like clear the board. We can like clear it all out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it, it, it's a serious issue, actually. Return. Those discussions will be had. They um, respect and approve and um, acknowledge the, the the Wushu Martial Arts Association and say, look, okay, how can we now support? Get involved, yeah. But I think yeah. Now, I mean. Um, I need to, based on them, based on a good response when we return, I think I do need to do what you both suggested, which is, and I kind of came to this conclusion um, earlier this year, um, is to look outside of the sports authorities because um, it seems like they can't, Maybe financially, and I won't go into all the politics, they are unable to help mm-hmm. that they're supposed to. So I think, um, I think I need to go to the drawing board in terms of yeah. the actual business aspect of, I, of, I, of I think you just need to get, hey, I just think you need to get business people involved. Just show, you know, yeah. because business people want to see money. It doesn't matter. You could be fighting rocks. <laughs> they'll make it work <laughs> as long as they see money as long as they see the opportunity of making money and they see the opportunity of growing the sport and i think you guys are exactly walking the path of actually growing this in ghana and it's also a huge opportunity because imagine you can actually grow this stuff like you said you you didn't even bother it wasn't like you planned went to ghana to try an event it was just more like listen if you're doing that why don't you try an event and it's only to a big deal Okay, and they, what what happens if you actually do plan it? Mm-hmm. If you actually do promote it? If you actually do create it and give the fighters the opportunity to train for it? Because I'm sure the fighters came on a fly as well because they didn't have enough time, but they showed up anyways because they were they were born ready. So imagine they get the opportunity to do all of that 
and then also get the opportunity to do it in the biggest stage where the events actually happen. Then Ghana will be put on the map. Yeah, they will be put on Ghana as a country put on the map. Even as Amino was saying about, you know, losing the Twitter to Goliath, before you know, you can have a little West African proper tournament going on and all these yeah, other things. Ghana versus then, Nigeria, Ghana versus Togo, Ghana versus... De- this mm-hmm. way, it's just, there's not a lot of support. And I think looking at the associations and looking at the government of each individual countries, I think we need to stop looking at the government for most of this stuff. Because honestly, they're not going to help. They're not going to help because they haven't helped before. So they're not going to start helping now. Okay, it's just that simple. So I think it's time that we need to look among ourselves. Like what Biggs is doing, he's doing a really good job. He's absolutely out there, grinding it out. Yeah, almost quitting, but <laughs> but, but, but yeah. So so like, um, what would be the the thing that Biggs you say that you know is uh, we lost them again. Okay. Well, we lost them again. But that, that's actually quite. I, I mean, I learned a lot from this, yeah. to be honest. But, but look, I, I, I mean, I would not get in the ring and fight, but I think um, I'll watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's got. I mean, it's got like a Facebook page anyway. So for people that like you know not that want to, you should go show support anyway, because at least he's winning the trophies for Ghana and he's repping us, you know, as Ghana and stuff like that. Anyway, ah, he's back. Yeah. What I was gonna What I was gonna ask was, you know, what 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 can uh, what can people do to help out? Like you know. To help promote this, get involved. Apart from the fact that they need to share it on their socials, you know, go onto YouTube and check your 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 get, YouTube get, out. Get see, you know, get and, and Amino's got um, what's it called? A YouTube page as well. So it's um, Amino Kwashi, you know, A M I N U, and Kwashi is Q U A R S H I E. The all the links will be under the podcast description Absolutely. anyway. So all the links will be out there. Let them get involved. People so, get involved. You know, there'll be the the. The Facebook you know, link will be in the We're description. To do the YouTube will be under the description as well. We need to do Ghana yeah. versus Nigeria. That's what We've already done that in Ghana. No, 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 no. What? Don't don't start. That. Everybody knows that. Don't start that. Don't start that. What? Don't don't, don't no. like. Let's just leave it as that. Like <laughs> we need to do Ghana versus Nigeria. Don't go. They've already done that in Ghana. <laughs> in what planet? <laughs> Maybe that might be the other planet, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, but yeah, we need to do. I have been told Ghana versus Jamaica, Ghana versus Nigeria, Ghana versus England. You see, the, the, the issue once again is one where it be held. If it's held in, say, Ghana itself, then it's a lot easier. Um, if it was in England, that would be great. I believe a lot of the Ghanaians and Nigerians would definitely support. But at the same time, would those be Nigerians or Ghanaians in England? No, no, because I think what we need to do is do baby steps. We need to do baby steps. So you need to do Ghana versus Nigeria in Ghana and then do a run two, Ghana versus Nigeria in Nigeria. And then once you get all that buzz going on, then you do Ghana versus Nigeria in England. They need to do baby okay. steps. Well, we've done one in Nigeria, in, in Ghana. Ghana. So you need to go do one in Nigeria. The Ghanaians, they, they, yeah, they, they did their part. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. I'm gonna smile like, yeah, man, I knocked some Nigerians out. <laughs> <laughs> first round as well. Oh, that was the quick Nigeria you got. Wait, we'll give you a tough one. Don't worry. Um, yeah, like we're what I'm hoping for um is when we return, I want to 
put forward a proposal for the Ministry of Youth and Sports that we want to do um, England versus Ghana in the UK, which I would like to hold um, next year. Okay. And then, um, then do Ghana versus England in Ghana, and then just grow from there. No, I, mean, look, I think you're doing the right thing. I think, and, and, and I appreciate you for doing it. And I know that obviously you've had difficulties. And I, I, I know it's not the last difficulties you got. <laughs> well, that, that, that is I, true. I, I know that. But it just seems like to me, hearing you talk, you seem to, like, you know, your, your dad, in mixed martial art, your uncle, you, 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 you don't. I mean, you do this. You said like since you were a baby, so it seems like this is something you will do regardless anyway. So I kind of can tell you will continue doing this. So it's just how much support you would need, and if you want any from anybody, that's what anybody should be looking to give you right now, because like um, you've done it, and look, I Amino is here right now. So yeah, for the support, um, I would say. Please um, help us get to 2,000 YouTube subscribers. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Busy Sports YouTube channel. Like, like our social media, Facebook page, um, Aminu Kwashi's Facebook page. Um, and um, when we announce, especially for those, I know this is our international platform. Um, but those in England or those in Ghana, when you hear that we're doing an event, please turn up in your numbers. And um, that is how... That's how the support, that's how it's going to grow, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how it will definitely grow. But yeah. right now, um, even this year, I've realised in terms of now preparing to do an event in England, it's all about numbers and it's all about financial support. So... Rather than asking for any form of charity, I would ask that when you do hear that Big Z Fight 7, uh, England versus Ghana is taking place, buy a ticket That's and uh, show up in your numbers. That makes sense. And that makes sense. It would, help, it would help so much in terms of, you know, um, the boys and up and coming ladies, they sacrifice so much in terms of time where they could you know, going out to, you know, find money through, you know, just find a nine to five. Yeah. They dedicate themselves to That's a true. very tough sport. And there's so many hurdles because I've got and, and, and for it's those of you that, that, that love cheap shit, and I know you people, so, I know it. We, we'll try and organize some discount for you when you go in with the Ohala boys discount code. I know. I know. Why, I know. why do you have? I know my people in it. I know my people. They like they like cheap stuff and they like this like, game. We have expensive people here, like VVIP, <laughs> VVVVIP. That's the people that's listening to this. Okay, I know you people. We'll, we'll try and get you some discount. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we, yeah. we still have to show up, Edo. We yeah. still have to show up and go. go no, help, but I, uh, I think I think like I said, them. like this is definitely been educative for me. I've learned the difference between MMA, kickboxing, and the rest of the other stuff. And plus, like, we've seen it in in all kind of levels, including nowadays. The government's do is crap. Okay. <laughs> it's crap. Okay. Like, I, 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 come on. Like, no, this don't is... Do that. No, no, but it's true. Like, how could, how could an innocent guy, and I love the sport of what he does, go to Ghana 
and find so many issues wrong with it where he's actually doing it for the love and putting it out there where people that are supposed to have done it didn't do it and now somebody that's came to do it is still it's getting crap on because he's he wants to just do something for the fighters how well, come look it's if, uh, how every, come? It's, every, it's, it's ridiculous everything has its own bureaucracies and stuff like that. that's why i'll yeah, leave but it this but this is too look, much well, this is too saying, much like we know everything <laughs> has broken, but this is too much like come on i mean he mentioned it earlier i was talking about you know sponsors came and they were saying well you know we'll take the money like come on like this, sponsor give us money for the event not give us money for people <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, the issue, the issues I face now, for example, now I'm president for the Wushu Martial Arts Association. That I believe for now is a problem of the past. Mm. The issue now is basically, as I said, full recognition, um, recognizing the boys that are registered and are competing. Because what I even do is that it's a two-way battle, really, because you have to let those in Ghana whether it's the, you know, the public and the authorities in terms of sports authorities know that these are genuine fighters, you know, mm-hmm. and we fight them to the competitions. Yeah. They see all our, my boys win. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, they're winning in Ghana. Now we're looking to take them overseas to compete and then you don't give the approval, you know. So they are kickboxers. They've been registered for a number of years, um, some more than 10 years. So now we're hoping now going back and then seeing that actually... But but let's talk about the real thing, Big Z. Is there know, money in this? Get those approvals now. So that's it, what I'm really hoping for, that approval now. Yeah, but is there um, money in this though, Big Z? Like, is there... Like, for a fighter, is, uh-huh. actually, is there actually money in this? <laughs> that's why I'm in a case about most yeah, right. so, <laughs> so right now, um, Aminu, after winning his third title, was invited to... Bristol for a title fight, and that was going to be five rounds for a tough fight. Five rounds um, for the t- I don't even know what the title was. We just wanted another title. To <laughs> <laughs> Financially, it was okay. Um, another issue which is tough for those traveling from overseas is that when you come to England or America, you have to build up your record. You basically start to get more money when you reach ten wins or more. Okay. Um, okay. So I mean, it's on uh, is it six wins. Oh, I mean, hurry up! Let the money start coming in. Hurry <laughs> <laughs> up! Yeah, like just four more. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, that's when you start to make a lot more money. Okay. Um. So that's what we're working. That's what we're basically. Yeah, but the, the question I'm trying to ask you is like for a fighter. Like Amino, mm-hmm. for example, that's came out, that's come from Ghana and is fighting in Ghana. Is there mm-hmm. like a life changing financial situation here where you look at it and you go, well, like you said, if I get to 10 fights, I can build a house and take care of my family and my family's family because this is hard for me. But if I keep going with this, this would change something. This would change my whole life or my generations to come. Is this something like that, or is this just something where you go? I'm not, I'm not talking Mayweather money, but so for example, um, organizations like Glory Kickboxing, mm. the um, some of the fighters have taken a hundred thousand. Wow! Well, hey, 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 hundred thousand dollars or thousand cities? 
If it hundred tons, wait, wait, let's be careful. Let's be careful. Example, dollars. Wow, that's um, when you some of the Japanese or Chinese organizations you take around um, sometimes four or minimum thousand dollars upwards, depending on your record. You know, and it's not like boxing in terms of the fact that you fight maybe if you like. If you reach the highest levels, you fight like once or even twice for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, for a minu, um, he fight from he's not injured or, you know, every two months technically he could be fighting. Um, so here's a question then. Oh, so now we know how much it is. So what does it take for a guy like Amino mm-hmm. to be earning $4,000, $5,000 per fight? Because $5,000 in CDs is a lot of money. I know that for sure. Oh, it's right. a lot. So if so, so like I mean, wreck it out in the next uh, six months, and it makes like I don't know, say ten thousand dollars. That can change a lot of stuff back home, or he might even decide never to go back home anymore. A <laughs> <Okay. laughs> would need um, a would need to reach ten wins. Okay, and we're nearly there. Um, yeah, 10 wins or more. And then he needs depend and this is this is this is now where it's a bit tricky. Depending on the country you're fighting, you need that fan base. Yeah. So okay. for example, okay. when Aminu fought at the Ultra Arena, I think that was probably the first time people started to know of a Ghanaian from Ghana coming to fight. Now, for example, if he gets a following where people say, oh, Aminu's fighting at this place in England and he now has people ready to buy tickets for him. Because now he's filling seats. Yeah. So he's trying to basically go up. Cool. So basically, like, I'm going to start um, create, I'm going to create, like, I'm not really into too much social media i like the facebook and youtube but and i have to get involved maybe with instagram building like a profile getting his followers up and stuff like that um and then hopefully um i really do hope i mean it will even get some form of endorsement deals when he goes back because quite frankly i mean he is number one um in the whole of ghana in okay. the whole of ghana um it's a big deal Ghana well. That's so I'm a big deal. When we do go back, there's going to be some corporate yeah. bodies that actually recognize that and support him because, you know, it's really hard. Like, it is. You know, I have to, technically, I even, I have to find a mean new job. So when he's not training, he's actually making some kind of money. You know, so it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. You know, but, well, um, I don't understand that. But this, so this is the thing. This is, this is why I'm asking that because. Now that you know that, okay, for example, for someone like Amino, he's got six fights in him, right? Like, to get to the stage where the, the money start coming in. And then hopefully after that, the box of money start coming in, right? So if, if the support, like you said, the social media, the fan base is growing with that, there's chance that this could change the way kickboxing is being viewed in Ghana. Okay. Maybe then it would, it would change the way the, the immigration looks at people that are coming out of Ghana to fight. Because they know, wait, these guys are not coming to London to run away. Okay, they're gonna go back because they've got money. They've got a lot of stuff that they're looking. They, they're looking it's back. Very to. True. 
true, but the thing with kickboxing or you know wishful kickboxing at the moment is that it's still very fragile because mm. right now I did so. This is the issue, you know. I'm back and forth to Ghana, so I basically on average do two events every year, yeah, and I'm the only one doing events. So there's another what 50, 40 fighters and more that don't get the opportunity to fight, yeah, wow. um, or even showcase their skills. Now that's a num that's because of a number of things. It's one. I don't have my own gym. We actually train from our, my house in Ghana. We've got a decent sized yard. Um, we don't have certain facilities, so I'm really praying I can acquire some land to build a gym in Ghana or even a gym and somewhere big enough that I can actually host events even once a month. So it becomes more regular. We get more footage. We grow our portfolio. We grow our fighter base. That's a good idea. But Ultimately, the step needs to come from the government and the sports authority to give approval because we can be doing all this and then they don't allow any of the travel, the fighters to travel. Like, oh, um, Aminu was basically, before the coronavirus, he was basically being invited to Greece for training camp and then from there he was invited to Germany where they're doing like, um, it's like a televised tournament which would have helped him get his portfolio up, with yeah. being on a regular kickboxing TV show in Germany. And then that was basically supposed to be around this time of year now and Corona came in. So it's it's looking very promising, but it's time. Everything's time and it's gradual progression, you know? And, and as I said, it's very fragile right now because at the same time, what I'm finding, I'm kind of happy about that at the moment, is when it comes to martial arts or kickboxing, um, people are coming through Big Z Sports because they know that, quite frankly, a lot of the other gyms and avenues are the ones that have run away. So it's it's, it's very fragile, I won't lie to you. No, I, mean, I, I, and I appreciate that, and I understand what you're saying, but and I the think you're doing the right thing. financially bigger, say, boxing, so we can't afford for the yeah you can't afford the mix ups to be yeah and mess yeah. it up for everything yeah basically. yeah, yeah I, and know? and and that's true and and when you look at what you're saying which is more of a bigger picture because at the end of the day poverty is is is, is huge in in these places that we're talking about so when mm-hmm. people get an opportunity to have an opportunity for themselves they will grab it and I don't blame anyone for doing that I know it's wrong I understand that part. And I know you shouldn't do it because you might be messing up for the other person. But when you're hungry and there's no food in your belly, I don't really think you're thinking about the other person. Or I don't really think you're thinking about, I don't really think you're thinking about what's wrong or right. You're hungry. You need to eat. Okay. Like, okay. I'm very cautious. Um, and I, I've created, I've created a platform where you've, you've got to, you can't just say, you know, you're, you're, you're training today and oh, we want to travel now. And I mean, I've known him for 10 years now. Yeah, about 10 years, 19 years yeah, now. Yeah, it's more like brothers and now. It's been a while, you know, and, you know, sometimes I do reflect on how much time has been wasted. It's very sad sometimes. But yeah, I, and I, and I totally understand that. Yeah. It's a I feel um, huge things can come from 
from kickboxing. Yeah, I mean, Nigeria, there's even a bigger following. There's so many, there's a lot more fighters. Yeah, that's um, why I'm saying we need to talk. Don't worry, off here, we'll, we'll take care of that. Because I definitely want to do Nigeria versus Ghana and give Amino a run for his money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely, we'll talk. But some very good fighters in Nigeria. Um, and I think, I think in Nigeria, what they need is a similar thing to Ghana. They need um, an organization that is basically um, trusted, that basically, you know, um, at least 80, 90% when, you know, they're invited, they go, they compete, they, you know, they leave their mark and they come back. You know, there's always going to be issues because quite frankly, no matter where you are in the world, you know, people warm to a place and they don't want to go back. You know, understand? But when you're at this fragile stage... No, I mean, look, Big Z, to be honest, this is yeah, probably a bigger yeah, conversation yeah, to have. I won't lie. You have some better fighters in Ghana. I will not lie. Oh, my God. Is it true? Yeah. <laughs> we definitely need to do this Ghana versus okay. Nigeria, then don't we? Because, like, you have to understand, you have to understand, you have to understand. The fighters you've seen come out in Nigeria are probably the one that are at the bottom, okay? Just remember that. <laughs> probably the one that are at the bottom, okay? Again, it comes down to opportunity, and, you know, I study even the boxing side, and the back boxers and stuff like that and it's it's really hard you know it's it really is, hard. and i think yeah. i think it's also yeah. demotivating and 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 it's it's not exactly a up looking forward thing to these fighters because they don't see a future in it 